Hey everyone, it's Jenna. Welcome to the Hello, I'm Underpaid podcast. Um, Today we are speaking with Rachel. She is an artist from Alaska and welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. To ask you some about like what you do, like I know you have a business, so I was kind of curious like what motivated you to start that and yeah, what motivated you to get started? Um, I became a mom and I wasn't able to work in the restaurant industry anymore with young children. And um, at the time my partner um, was a Alaska, we're a commercial fisherman up here. And so he fished and I just realized that I needed to make something so that just to keep my time busy, because I, I just didn't want to be just a mom, you know, I wanted to find myself again. And uh, so I started um, fermenting cabbage and carrots and uh, I made just two cases and I sold out in two hours at the Christmas Bazaar here in our town. And I realized that there was probably a market for this. And I looked up the um, Alaska State Cottage Law. And in that law, it says you can make up to $25,000 worth of sales in your home kitchen. And fermentation is one of those things that you're able to make. And so I just started and it just kind of blossomed from there. And now I'm selling it in our local grocery store. I use their commercial kitchen and restock. And it's so fun to hear the stories from the locals come and tell me like, oh, your stuff, you know, saved me when I was really sick. And it just makes me feel so good. So it, it's been fun. It's been a fun journey. That's so amazing. Um, that's really cool that you're in the local stores and uh, people have given you that feedback as well that like they love it and it's actually helped them. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's fun uh, getting people healthy, you know, like providing something that makes their bodies feel better is a real, it's a joy. Yeah, definitely. And I love that. I love that your reason was like, you just wanted to do it that like, you just felt the need to like, find that passion of yours and to just like, you know, go out and do it because I feel like a lot of people just get stuck and don't follow their passion. So I think I, like, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I feel a lot of people are afraid of failure. And so they just don't try. And you just gotta, you just gotta try because you never know what will happen, you know? And here I am six years later and um, things are even blossoming more now from this. I just got uh, picked up by Mother Superior, which is a woman's um, venture capital group who wants to invest in my business and we give 1% back or a percentage back to another woman to help them get off the ground and start their business. And I have a whole team now behind me, like lawyers and accountants and um, publication people. And it's just also exciting just because I fermented some carrots and some cabbage, you know, like you just gotta go for it. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely something that I know um, a lot of us struggle with. I struggled with it for a long time too because I wanted to start under peak clothing like 10 years before I actually did it. Uh -huh. And um, I guess, yeah, just like that fear of failure, um, even like fear of success, you know, can definitely play into it, you know, because I feel like just both can definitely creep in. So it's definitely yeah. a big, I, I feel like my entrepreneurship is definitely a big uh, mindset game as well. It is. I agree with you on that hundred percent. There was a, before COVID hit, um, I was going to open up a small little, like a takeout place and it was, everything was lining up, but then I got afraid. I was like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. You know, like really going to happen. And then COVID hit and I was almost a little relieved because I don't know if I was like mentally ready, uh, but now things are picking up again. And I, I mean, I don't think I was mentally ready for it, but I would have just, you know, you just keep, keep moving forward. You know, that's all you can do. Yeah, for sure.
Um, I also wanted to talk to you about your paintings because I think they're really cool. Um, I really love the MF Doom painting behind you, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, so how long have you been painting for? Uh, my family is, uh, I come from artists on both sides of my family. It was just something that was very, uh, it was encouraged in my childhood. It was around, everywhere around me, there was art. Uh, and I, um, it's just something that I've always loved doing. And then I started, I, had, I think I had my first show in Seattle in, um, gosh, what was it? Maybe 2005, around there. I had my first show and I sold everything and I was so happy that I sold it all, but then I had to let the pieces go, you know, like they were gone. Yeah. That was a kind of a, an adjustment. And now um, uh, I, I dabble, I just have fun. I just, I do a lot of things that speak to me um, with different style. Um, I use, everything's really expensive in Alaska. And so I use paint, which is from the local um, home improvement store, just with the little sample pints. So I'm using house paint to create artwork, which is most people just use like acrylic or oil or watercolor, like, or you know spray paint but I'm just using house paint but it works out really well <laughs> uh, that's amazing and I guess because you could buy it in like any color cool, the way, yeah any color you want and it's like five bucks and you get a bunch and you can just yeah that's a really great idea I didn't even think about that because like yeah I guess with shipping and everything and and there you live, Alaska, it's like definitely, um, you said that the only way to get in is plane, correct? The a boat or plane, yeah. We are in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful nowhere, <laughs> the middle of nowhere, yeah. That's awesome though. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm sure, um, I definitely need to visit Alaska sometime because everybody has told me that it's beautiful and the nature is incredible and it's definitely need to. It's breathtaking. It's uh, sometimes you know, you just forget where you're at, and you just gotta look up, and then just be thankful. It's so beautiful everywhere. I think we all just kind of get used to looking down. Yeah, I agree with you. It's nice to just like look around, look at the scenery, and yeah. and all that. Um, so I was curious about Alaska. I've heard that there is a universal basic income there that is generated off of the oil sales. I was curious if that is something that you get in your area. Yeah, all Alaskans, every man, woman, child gets a PFD, a permanent dividend fund. And it's from the, um, it's a, kind of a, a chunk of the nest egg that Alaska makes off of the oil, gas and resources here, which I think is a really cool idea. Um, and it might not seem like much to a lot of people, but 2000 extra dollars a year, like right around Christmas time, really just helps out with everything. Yeah. Do you think that universal basic income would be like a good way to help income inequality? I know uh, Andrew Yang, one of the presidential nominees who was running in 2020 was talking a lot about income inequality and universal basic income. And I was curious, like, what it, what your thoughts on on that is? Do you think that that would be something that would be helpful? I think that would be a huge benefit to so many people. I don't know. I just, I'm not going to pretend I know all the numbers about it or anything because I don't. I just know how I feel right. about. It. I feel that there is. I see all the people that have those, you know, those nine to five jobs, and you know, they got the house now and all the cars and all that stuff. But I, I wonder if they're like really truly happy inside. And I see. Uh, I feel like if we were all given enough to live off of comfortably, just imagine how much joy everyone would actually have where they could do things that made them happy instead of just working nonstop just to 
pay for childcare, you know, uh, I think we're meant to be happy. And uh, I, I know that the way that I work and what I do is probably considered crazy to a lot of folks, but I'm actually like not wealthy in that sense, but I feel so wealthy inside um, mentally and physically and just not having that constant um, money thing hanging over, just doing what I enjoy and making money from it. So. Yeah, because you love what you do. And that's why I think it's so important to love what you do. And, you know, when you do that and you feel that joy, you feel like wealthy in the sense that like you feel fulfilled and you feel like you love what you're doing. Like it, at that point, it often doesn't feel like work. And um, yeah, I could definitely agree with what you were saying with the universal basic income. I feel like even if it's not even enough to live off of, like, um, like for example, you know, an extra $2,000 a year, I, um, isn't enough to live off of, I assume in Alaska and, um, and then what Andrew Yang was proposing an extra thousand dollars a month for every American isn't even necessarily enough to live off of because, you know, here in New York rent is more expensive than that and everything. But what I feel like it does do is it does help with um, allowing people to maybe take that risk, you know, maybe, maybe use that extra thousand dollars a month to start that business that they might not have started because they're worried about like healthcare being tied to your job. So like maybe that extra thousand dollars a month could pay for healthcare, even though, you know, Medicare for all would be much better. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you know, things like that, like, I feel like it would allow people to be able to take that leap and maybe, like you said, not stress out about work as much and actually work on the things that you want to do. Like, um, I feel like there's a lot of people with passions that can't pursue their passion because they have to work two, three jobs just to get by, or they need to, you know, work two or three jobs and like raise kids or, you know, or, yeah, like there are some people that just work, you know, all day and all night just to get by. I used to be in that position and, um, and it's, it's, and then, you know, the constant stress about money month to month. So I do think that universal basic income would help, um, for sure. I think there's other things that a lot of people debate as well, whether like, whether that's like raising the, the minimum wage, um, which I'm curious as a small business owner, like what are your thoughts of raising the minimum wage to a livable wage, like $15 an hour? I, I agree with it. Um, I also feel that the whole system needs to be revamped. Um, I feel, I, I'm a sole proprietor right now, but it, when I do hire people, I almost wanna rework it in a way that they get a cut of the pie. You know what I mean? Like it, and it, it, the harder that you work and the, you know, the more you show up for your own business, the better off you're, you'll get the return, you know? And so that's something that I, I'm trying to wrap my mind around when the time comes from, for that. Um, yeah. If that answers your question, I think so. Yeah. I think it needs to be raised or, or just the whole thing needs to be rewritten on how we treat our employees and our, the people that we work with. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective on it too, because like if the employees are getting a piece of the pie, then it is incentivizes them to actually work hard and do a good job where 
I don't know why, but I've worked in a lot of toxic work environments. And for some reason, um, employers of toxic work environments, for whatever reason, think that treating their employees like crap and paying them like crap is a way to get their employees motivated and working hard. And it's the complete opposite, you know? It's just this wheel of misery. Just, it's just so unfortunate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, so. uh, I started out, I think my, right out of high school, I think I worked at Burger King and then Walmart. And I was just like, this is not what I want to do. Like, it, this is just, I can't, I can't do this. And uh, luckily I got into the restaurant world and bartending and just met a lot of amazing people and made a lot of great connections. And um, yeah, interesting. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was definitely awesome talking with you. I definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast and, um, is there any social media links that you want to shout out? Do you want to shout out your business website, anything? Um, just support, you know, support local, support small. Um, a lot of people are struggling right now and um, just just continue to be kind. Just be kind. I love that. Love that message. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm very honored. Thank you. Thank you.